life can get pretty complicated. In the Simply Practically Human podcast, Mark Labusque talks to incredible humans to see the way forward more clearly through the complexity in the world and in our heads. Let's get ready to thrive. Hey, g'day there, fellow humans. Mark Labusque here for the Simply Practically Human podcast, the Friday edition. Today's topic is about speaking up. I just don't think there's enough of it. I have witnessed consistently people who are really reluctant in particularly sessions that you're running with them when they're in the room with other human beings, more likely when they're in a room with human beings from their own team, that there's this reluctance to speak up, to find their voice. And I think quite a bit of it comes down to the fear of looking stupid. Uh, which we'll get into a bit into that. But I just think this is an important topic. And uh, if you are listening, I want to give you some tips today, some things to think about that I hope will change your mindset and encourage you to speak up, to find your voice, to share the ideas that are locked inside that head of yours that no one can see and no one can hear them if you don't say them. So let me just dig into this a little bit and Start with an example, and you know this. This was from quite a few years ago that I was facilitating a session, and during one of the breaks, one of the younger employees in the team came up to me and said, "I'm really enjoying your post on LinkedIn. Keep it up." And uh, it's always lovely to get that sort of feedback. And like I said to them, that why don't you share that in the room? Why don't you find your voice a bit more? Because I've found that you've been a little bit quiet today. And uh, after the break which I was really encouraged by this particular person started to find their voice and share a little bit more about themselves, but also about some of the things they were seeing within the team. And interestingly, a couple of days later, I received actually a LinkedIn message saying that I'm glad I spoke up today, but I was a bit embarrassed afterwards. But I just wonder how many of us end up in this space of fear and embarrassment and looking stupid. And I really do wonder how much we leave on the table or off the table when we don't speak up. So, you know, it could be due to fear of the embarrassment, the ridicule. There can be a fear here too of maybe the hierarchy and it's not my place. And I think that's been drilled into us from a very young age that the old way, which I talk about in my first book of the old speak when asked, particularly, you know, whether it's in our family or in the workplace, and you just wonder how much you leave behind if you don't do that. So why are we holding back? Why are we feeling embarrassed? Why does one feel out of their depth? And how does one get better at finding their voice and speaking up? And I was once told by a boss that, And I think this was reasonably challenging feedback, but I think at the time was really useful for me to go away and think about was that, hey, you could offer a lot more in the meetings than you do, and I think you're playing a pretty safe game. And um, it stung me at the time when I heard that, but when I reflected upon it, I, I did think, particularly when I was in the room where I was with my peers, but with my boss and potentially with their boss as well, I tended to have a lot of ideas going through my head, but not sharing them. And um, I want to give you an example of that. And I think you will relate to this. And I speak about this a lot when I'm working with, uh, with my clients is that time where you had this idea, you had this 
little light bulb moment and all of a sudden you started to fight your inner critic because you wanted to say it, but the inner critic was saying, don't you say that because that's going to make you look stupid. Don't you say that because you might upset somebody. Don't you say that because it's never going to happen. And this voice ends up winning the battle because it's it's trying to save you from some sort of catastrophe that it's pulled out of your bad news filing cabinet. And then maybe five minutes later, somebody else in that room sitting around that table or on that virtual call says exactly what you were going to say and is lauded for it, is praised for it, and it's like the breakthrough moment. And I want you to sit there and think about how you felt when that happened. How did you feel when you'd had that idea, that concept, those useful and helpful ideas and words, but the inner critic silenced your voice and I think you missed out on an opportunity to be helpful to others by speaking up, but also helpful to yourself around building that self-confidence and I guess sowing the seeds of courage so that you can be heard. I, I know of many times that I did that, but these days I tend to work the other way where whilst I'll say I do have somewhat of a filter, I tend to say what I'm thinking and how I'm feeling so that other people can understand that. And maybe they can be helped by that. I hope they're not harmed by it. So here's a couple of things for you to think about when you're in that moment, just at that little moment in time where you have something to say that's useful, that's valuable, that's helpful, and that is being held back by something that's telling you that this isn't going to go well for you. I think the first thing is you've got to fight that inner critic. So when that inner critic turns up and says, hey, don't you say that, I think you've got to ask it a question, why not? And as I've just and then pause and think about it for a minute, why shouldn't I say that thing? Why shouldn't I ask that question? Why shouldn't I give that advice? Why shouldn't I throw that idea out there? And fight that inner critic. Don't allow it to be louder than you. Don't allow it to create the fear in you that is stifling your opportunity to be courageous and to share something. And just ask it the question, why not? Why shouldn't I do that? And keep asking that question because I think over time that there won't be an answer that is going to hold you back. And once you start to speak up and share a little bit more, it'll become something that takes me on to point two, which is thinking of how helpful that can be to other human beings by speaking up. Because one of the things I did find out when I did start to speak up that not necessarily in the room at the time, but after that, someone would come up and go, hey, I found that like really, that was really inspirational. It really helped me that you spoke up there. And it's starting to get me to think that perhaps I should speak up a little bit more as well. So there's a, there's a level of service for others if you are prepared to find your voice. And leadership is about that. Leadership's about going first. Leadership's about finding your voice in order to be helpful to others and also helpful to yourself. So have a think about that, that if you are someone who likes to be helpful, just imagine that you are not being helpful by not finding your voice and speaking up. 
I think the third thing is that nobody is a mind reader. And what if you don't bring that thing up and nobody brings it up? And, you know, as we always find, we go from one meeting to the next and we sort of dance around things. We might leave the elephants in the room, outside the room. We might not have a chat about what I call the known unspokens, that basically everyone's thinking it, but nobody's saying it. We end up with a couple of things happening. We end up with this inertia. We just, we don't move forward. We just keep coming back together and, and having the same usual conversations and we don't make breakthroughs. So by you speaking up, you could just be the human being that makes the breakthrough for the rest of the human beings in the room. And think again about how that can be useful for you and your confidence and also for the confidence of others. And in some respects, I think it will create some respect for you. It might be challenging at the time. It might be challenging for others in the room at the time when you speak up, but it can also create some respect for you. And what you'll notice over time is when there are those moments of awkward silence, just notice how the eyes start to train on you because people will be looking for you to share. Now, I don't think you need to be the one carrying all the water there. If that starts to happen, share when you've got something to share, but at times you might look back at them and just say, hey, what are you looking at me for? What do you think? How do you feel about this? What could you add here to all of us if you found your voice? So there's just a, a bit of a short, sharp one today. I, I don't want to go on about this one for too long. I think we can all resonate with this, but I'll just finish with with this, that my suggestion is when you're feeling a little embarrassed or fearful or out of your depth, this is the very best time to find your voice. This is where your courage starts and the seeds of self-confidence are planted. And with every word that you utter, they're just watered a little as they germinate. So what are you doing to germinate those seeds of courage, which will help you to become someone who's no longer fearful of the inner critic and the words like stupidity and you won't make sense and, and this is going to impact on your career and just fight that. So there you go. Hey, if you love this one, why not rate it five stars? Again, it's just a short, sharp message. If you liked it and you think it might be useful for your team to hear it, why don't you play it and have a conversation about this? One of the reasons I do these short, sharp ones, these can be great conversation starters with your team. And I think give people permission to start to find their voice. But until next time, keep it simple, keep it practical, and keep it human. Bye for now.